Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustoleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustoleum. The Match Ball. Hello there, and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. Say some words, Michael. You're back off holiday on your corn again. All right, Will's probate and conveyancing. In other words, it's on the back of the new magazine. Uh, thank you very much. It's just there. Do you know what? Do you want me to do something special here? Oh. For the live stream. That's, that's all fine and well, but watch this. If you're watching the live stream right now, you will Ooh. see. Look at that. You will see the magazine on Bloody screen. Hell. Issue number one of, um, of the square ball for this season. Welcome back to the EFL, and it did feel a little bit like... Um, Welcome back to the um, to the EFL. Did you not think? I enjoyed it. <laughs> so Dave's actually, um, has just said, um, Michael looks super positive. <laughs> I did enjoy it. And I did think we actually played really well. The defended, obviously, not so much. Yeah. And we're crying out for a striker. But the bits in between were good. You was remember, like, oh, I remember the last time we were at Elland Road? Yeah, exactly. Bloody awful. Yeah. I wrote, and I know... When did we last win? It's still, again, it's still again a long football. time. Yeah. It's still oh, a God. long time. But, yeah, very long time ago. But when was it kind of enjoyable <laughs> in that, like, we didn't win, but we still had a nice time? Yeah, I'm going to stop short of having a nice time because I, I feel time. like a bit of a wreck. What's wrong with a, what, what a part of a 97th minute equaliser <laughs> and shirts coming off? And I don't know if it was um, picked up anywhere else, but. Uh, Charlie Creswell was uh, lead saluting as if his entire reputation as a Leeds fan <laughs> depended on it. So the way it's like, it, it was as, almost as if somebody had said, oh, I don't think you really support Leeds. And he spent like 10, 20 minutes <laughs> um, just pounding his fist across his chest and all that kind of stuff. So that was pretty exciting. You've got to love that. I do need to apologise for the state of my voice as well. I'm absolutely bogged down with a horrible cold. Um, but uh, I've also been shouting and singing and things as well, which is not good when you... Although I thought the atmosphere was not great. It was a bit flat. We'll get onto that in a second. I should just mention Creswell because um, Tony B said that Creswell looked good going uh, forward with the ball from defence. See, I thought they were very much allowing him to have the ball because they were like... It was exciting yeah. though, wasn't I it? I think they were very it much like... like watching, we, it was like watching John Stones. If we're going to let someone have the ball, it's probably best if... <laughs> the one time he went uh, running away with it and he, they did try to tackle yeah, him. Got they lost. got the ball off him and I think he stopped <laughs> it after that. So maybe that's a work in progress. There's lots of things that were work in progress. I mean... We can't keep giving, um, I mean, we've only done it once, but we can't be giving teams two goal head starts and sorting out at half time. But we've got to concede our customary two goals, though, Moscow. It looked, uh, there was rustiness involved in all that, wasn't there? Where it's kind of. I thought so, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm still intrigued as to what was going on with the first one because it wasn't the first time that Luke Ayling had just been kind of mm. left alone with somebody running into loads of space behind him. And on the first one, Nyonto, who was our number uh, nine, was kind of standing on halfway with a very guilty look on his face. So he was like, 
Uh, should I be doing something here, Luke? Or are you all right with, with just, oh, they're going to score? Okay. Um, so I don't know if it was, uh, Somerville was right wing, whether he should have been around or what. But mm-hmm. yeah, we just kept doing that. Just kept uh, kept leaving Luke on his own. Um, Although it's, it's a matter of leaving him on his own. And also Ailing was like in their half when the, when the ball was yeah. played through. And it was like, oh, right, there's no one there. And then by the time... It was crossed. It also seemed the centre backs weren't marking anyone yeah. either. So it's, it'll be interesting to know what the plan actually was. Mm-hmm. I don't think the plan was just to like stand in their half and not leave anybody marking their winger. Or maybe that was, and it's, that's mm. maybe it really was Luke. W- make, make a forty-yard run. Isn't at it thirty-two the, um, years old? Isn't it the midfielder who's supposed to drop in to cover the fullback position if the fullback goes marauding forward? So it could have been. I mean, that's it. There was. It was all a bit of a mess. That one wasn't mm-hmm. it. And then the second one as well with Yelda being uh, played past. Very easily, um, little one two that, um, and then everybody was kind of standing around going, Don't really know what to do about this now. So, um, things to work on there, aren't there? It was, yeah, definitely. It was funny, wasn't it? Watching us essentially completely dominate a game possession wise, make just about all the running, and then still concede two goals from the only two attacks we faced. It just it felt very leads, it felt very on brand, actually. It, I mean, it was a bit Bielsa in that respect, wasn't it? That we had all of the ball and then whenever they had it, they scored. I've not even looked at the stats. But you're right though about that rustiness, Moscow, because I saw us passing the ball around in that first half and you got that first grumble and I know at the time it was 40 minutes when that first grumble started when obviously we were 2-0 down at yeah. that point, but um, frustration at the at the passing the ball as we were doing. Although I will say 87% accurate passes, which I think is more than we had in any game last year. That's, That's it, the whole of the season. We've, we've used all our allocation from last we year. Had, we had a year of dreaming of players who could pass to each other mm. and then 40 minutes in, Liam Cooper dead to put his foot on the ball and wait and fucking, what are you doing? Get rid. Um, but, you know, we were tuning us. That was it. And yeah, the stats at half time were, we had, I think we'd had 10 shots, but um, that classic thing of we'd concede. I think Cardiff had four and they had two goals and we had none. And they also, like our XG wasn't over one. So we'd had, however many shots we'd had, they weren't of good quality. That's mm. what um, that tells you. So that's maybe the, so that's the thing looking up the other end is that having um, uh, lots of wingers <laughs> trying to make things happen, um, but nobody to sort of get on the end of it. I started thinking it 2-1 as we had sort of um, winger after winger taking it on themselves that there's probably a good picture at some point, like the four of them having a massive tear up because nobody's <laughs> passing to each other. I mean, they kind of were, but then it was, there was definitely the, the vibe of like any sort of hint of an opportunity to to beat three men and score, they were going to do that rather than uh, pass it. I could see it coming to blows at one point, but then some of it with the, the equaliser was a beautiful thing. That Sinistera back heeling around somebody to then have a shot. So then the rebound, so this is it. They're all going to back heel around three defenders and shoot. So the other three of our dynamic front four have to be ready for the rebounds. You're not mm. going to get past two. And it rebounds, and it, it'll be fine. It's really exciting. It's just um, doesn't get many calls. There were, there were points today where I was, when we were working out wide, and it was quite nice, which I think they were kind of allowing us to do because we didn't have a striker. But just think, if there was just an option to mix it up a bit on the crosses, because we we were yeah. quite rightly putting in low crosses, which is less frustrating than hitting a high cross to Nonto. On your don't know, but it, this is much easier to cut out, and it just feels like if there's a bit of variation in it, so you could have a striker maybe peeling off to the back post who can head it either at goal or back across or just for a bit of variety it was constantly trying the same thing over and over again and there were, there were a couple that went across goal where they didn't go cut out but no one else was there either and it just felt it felt frustrating 
It felt, yeah. like a, it felt like a striker would have been a massive help. I think like that's the, when Moscow was talking about that rustiness, we didn't quite know what to do in that first half with it at times. There was like the one option, which was where, where all those players' natural instinct is to pick it up and run with mm, it. And they yeah. didn't because, oh, oh, well, they did. And they didn't, they didn't know any other way. They didn't know anything else to do with it. But then if you notice the contrast with the second half, which I liked, um, where they started doing little interchanges of passes and layoffs at the edge of the area, which seemed to work. Mm. Um, getting it Because obviously the goals were in the middle. Correct, yeah. We so. kept going down the right in the first half as well. That was quite striking. And Dan James just wasn't really getting a chance to do anything. We weren't switching um, play very much at all. It was kind of, that used to be Hora's Harky about to be else, but lots of teams do it. You attack down one side and that creates the space on the other side. And so you play Dan James in and um, and so he has a, a running on goal. And that just wasn't happening. And then the second half, we, we did actually give the ball to Dan James a few times and let him have a little run, a little try. And he, he, uh, he should have... I mean, he did everything uh, right. The save that stopped him from scoring was a really good save. That was going right in. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, yeah, that was the bottom of the post. Um, so it was a good effort. And uh, he had that one in the first half where he kind of ran on the ball and chested it down and then shot into the south stand. But um, he was doing all right, but wasn't involved enough in the first half, it felt like. I don't know, maybe it's short pre-season. Um, so, you know, we'd, and uh, Farker said after the first... <laughs> Um, pre-season match wasn't he said we have worked on we have worked on the attacking we have mm-hmm. not yet done the defending that so doesn't maybe, sound much like him at all Moscow maybe they've they've got as far as talking about attacking down one side and at half time he's like okay I'm going to have to rush through this now but you can go on the other wing as well I mean the, the defensive side of it was awful I have to say I was I was absolutely livid with, <laughs> with the fact they scored two goals so incredibly easily and I was Thinking at that point, at the point when the second goal went in, I'm thinking, okay, well, let's just buy a left back and then we can play Sam Byram as right back. Mm. And that, that reshapes the whole defence. And Strauch, I'm still not convinced. Yeah. Uh, he was just... he was one of the ones who, and like you say, I couldn't quite put the right word on it, whether Moscow's used the phrase rusty, but they, they looked still to have a bit of the jitters about them at times, maybe. Mm. You know, yeah. Just not quite. We spent a long time losing. Not yet, not in the zone, not in the, the same headspace as some like you saw Ampadu, for example, contrast with Ampadu, mm. who I thought he, he came in and did um and did really well. And he could escape the close marking from the boy referee. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He was <laughs> following around child. the pitch. And there was about <laughs> ten minutes where he was constantly on Ampadu's toes, just getting in his way every single time. Yeah. Um but he was good, wasn't he? He was really efficient, tidy, kept working it, um, covered a lot of ground, recycled the ball. That's as many football buzz phrases as I know. <laughs> No, it's good. I thought him, I thought him and Gray were both good. Gray for a, for a child, unbelievable. It's great, great isn't already. It? Uh, just a couple of moments when I think he thought he was still all the time in the world, yeah. like in the twenty ones, and he got caught. But he'll he'll get up to the speed of the division, won't he? It's and, just and I think to the end he was a bit, he was tired as well by the end of it. But yeah, the the confidence he has to actually it's kind of what we wanted Rocker and McKenney to do last year to take the ball in difficult positions and, and make, try and make things and, happen and yeah, yeah, yeah. try and try and actually work something with the ball rather than just doing the easy thing of going all right. Melia can have it I'll pass it to Cooper give it to a fullback just actually taking it on saying well I'm, I'm in this team because I'm a good creative midfielder so I'm going to do some good creative midfield stuff whereas mm. it felt like Rocker was like oh, I can't be I can't be bothered and you can someone, someone, else, try someone else do it you know when we watched the um, the 3-0 game back you know the one at Ellen Road uh, not a 3-0 and when Farkas Norwich beat Bielsa's Leeds what was it mm. 2-1 3-1 3-1 wasn't it 3-1 I forgot yeah that was it and one of the things I noticed from that um, Norwich side was that they would ping the ball into a midfielder and then ping it back trying to draw people out of position mm. and we did a lot of that today I noticed just like you'd give it into Sinistera he'd pop it back to the defender mm. and then they're trying to play through the lines um, there was quite a lot of going side to side though at times and um, and maybe not 
trying to progress it through midfield into the edge of the area, which I thought we did a lot better in the second half than the first. I suppose that the bit of, that's missing in midfield is a number 10 though, isn't it? So that's the, the the person you give it to to then do that. Like Norwich had Buendia for that. We used to have Pablo for that. Pablo was sitting next to Pat Bamford in mm. the West End. Really? With the pair of them. He came out before it, the game? It was parading. No, I was, I, was, uh, I was in just before kick You were, because you were selling these. Um, and you've got to put your graphic up. No, you're, <laughs> you're going to cough. I'm, um, I'm coughing instead of Moscow, sorry. I'm, I'm silencing my mic so you don't have to listen to me dying on mic. So that would have, uh, that might have been something, Pablo Hernandez. Mm. Although uh, um, it always used to confuse that Norwich had a Hernandez as well, didn't they? Mm. When we played Farkas, Norwich, I didn't care for him wearing the name of God um, on his shirt. But uh, yeah, that's a, a lack. It was noticed, and I think it's hard to tell from the defensive point of view because there was like two attacks, two goals, and the rest of the time, it wasn't like we were really under pressure very often. So, the, like Melier didn't have a lot to do. It's kind of he's he's back to um, Melier under Bielsa, where he just kind of stands and watches and concedes a couple, and then um, stands and watches for the rest of it. But there was a time towards the end of the first half when all twenty one players apart from Melier were not just all in Cardiff's half, but they were all in front of. They were south of the centre circle because um, we were just that that much in charge and that's supposedly that's the Farker way isn't it of just like if you if you have the ball you can't concede and so that's the first thing you do is just keep the ball as much as possible try to score but then there's supposed to be a better structure when we get broken on uh, but that didn't seem to quite be there we do, we do, whenever they attacked it wasn't only um, ailing being exposed Things quickly got chaotic when people mm-hmm. ran into the space behind Ailing. You could look across the back uh, line and include the defenders in uh, the midfielders in that coming back. There was just a sense of nobody quite being sure where they were supposed to be going or what they were supposed to be doing to deal with this. Um, but we do know that, or at least Farker says, like part of his deal is he will deal with this. Whereas, and I trust him too um, a little bit more than I trusted the guy before the last guy before the last guy. Mm. It probably speaks volumes about our defending that. Somerville scores, and I'm like, the ref better had time on here because we've still got time to get a win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then it went down there, and I was like, ref, <laughs> blow the whistle. It told, for a God's sto- sake. it told a story as well that, like, when they said six additional minutes, I was like, why is it not fucking nine? Why is it not nine? Everyone gets nine these days. Ridiculous. Yeah. What did you make? What did you make of the boy referee and the lack of VAR and all that sort of stuff? A number of people in the comments have, uh, have picked up on various aspects of it. <laughs> I, I prefer no VAR. But I like when we had that goal disallowed when Ailing put it across and whoever it was that tapped it and I can't remember Dan James, Dan James um, and the flag went up I thought oh that's not fair VAR actually I thought no actually I don't want VAR do I and on Cooper's goal I don't know who was pulling it I could definitely see a Cardiff shirt like dragged across the width of the six yard box on it good and I went oh well you might have had an argument <laughs> no as one's well given for, it. Um, if you've been really picky like Cooper like climbing up on mm. top of the defender I don't think it should have been would have been, but it's the kind of thing where in a VAR world you're expecting those things to to go. I, I, the penalties, I had some little telly action for replays on those. Oh, I want little telly belt. Sorry, I wasn't ready. New season. I'm a bit, I'm a bit rusty as well. None of telly our, belt. There we go. Um, none of the penalty shouts looked like really ridiculously nailed on, um, as if I want to disturb that boy's dreams. Um, Are you talking about the ref here? The ref. Yes. Yeah, it was all just kind of maybe. He's, like, nah. Mm. That's generally, I'd make a note of them as they went through and just like, penalty question mark, watch the replay and it's right, nah. 
Yeah, there were a couple. Some of it looked to go down easy, and there was a sinister one where yeah. it, it, I think he just got caught under his feet more than anything. Yeah, I think the, from that one, the Cardiff player kind of stood on the ball, and then Sinistera kind of collapsed around him like a, a whirling mm. dervish, and it was not really anything you'd call like nobody had kicked anybody. So it was all, <laughs> it was all kind of all right. Uh, this is the mentality of a Leeds fan. Zach has um, has mentioned that surely at least one of these non-penalties was a penalty. Are you saying none? It would be nice to have one of them. None of them like had me. Raging, but I'm quite placid. What was the XP <laughs> on any of them? Any above? Any above point five? No, no. So. Feels like it feels like a, a series of ones that are like maybe a penalty should maybe give you one. You'd, you'd have you should a look. join them up. And yeah, be like, well, you've had enough. There's been enough think, nibbles. Uh, I don't think VAR would have, have given any. Mm. Question for you then. Mm. Love a question. What do you think would we need to do, or would have converted today's draw into? A win. That, do we agree that we probably deserve to win on balance of play? Mm. Yeah, defending. Yeah, into that. No, the attacking was fine. We scored twice, and we should have scored more. But they ah, had, but that's the thing. Should have scored more. They had, but they had absolutely nothing. They never mm. attacked. It's just that when they did, they scored. Mm. Paul said defense needs work on transition, and we need a striker. But otherwise, we were good today. I mean, yeah. the, the defense, Cardiff were bin juice. <laughs> the defense clearly is going to have work because Cooper looks quite badly injured. Yeah. I don't know if it's. Achilles or ankle or something. It feels, uh, Farker said he uh, rolled his ankle and he did. That's one thing I did see on the replay. So it oh. kind of came straight down on his uh, left ankle mm. and it like that sort of went under his weight. And the fact that he couldn't get up from it, you wonder if it was like kind of an ankle ligament thing. Mm. That's um, his move to Saudi, dead. Yeah. And it could be, you know, how long he's going to be out for. And Farker was already going on saying he wanted more centre-halves anyway so but he's got for now Strout Creswell Yelda um, who else Byron, any others Montero sounds pretty big yeah um, Montero I suppose Chris Moore yep so there are a few uh, children dotted around but yeah so we were already looking for new players there so it doesn't really change anything and the same at the other end where um, it's all I mean I've I don't know if I always I've I can't be consistent. I've changed my mind all the time. But I have a feeling I've always wanted. Um, <laughs> just like set the squads at the start of the season and say, right, nobody can buy another player until the season's over. So mm-hmm. you start the game. Because we it's a it's almost like a false start today. We start with this team, but then the team that starts September could be completely different. We could have sold some of these. We could have bought a lot of more players. So, no, I don't know. Maybe it's a... Uh, because the... Um, there didn't used to be transfer windows before you could just keep buying players all the time but it felt like people got things a bit more settled there wasn't that panicky rush for the the deadline that means everything changes so you could start with the first game of the season and feel like yes this is the team that we're going to be watching for the rest of the year whereas now it's kind of like yeah we might be watching these guys for another month and then I don't know wouldn't be surprised I mean Perveda came on and was really good but if we sign a player to play number 10 I can still imagine Pervader ends up on loan somewhere. And it's yeah. it's a mad situation to be in and it's all because the Premier League would like another month to settle their squads. Thank you very much. We're, we we don't want to hurry ourselves. We would like to let the championship start and see if there's any good players there that we want and mm. then we'll we'll buy those and uh, just mess things up for you. David is suggesting we should have kicked it in the net hard. Mm, that's I mean, what a striker would do I mean Somerville did at the end that we was pretty hard Cooper headed it in the neck hard mm. that was a good hard header and as Wedgebot says Willie hit the bar that time and Wedgebot was screaming 
Oh, that one moved down to two loads oh, of people. That, we were onto goal of the season territory there, weren't we? Ah, that was unfair. Yeah, yeah. they go in the first half with goal of the season as well, that volley. Mm. That, uh, how how close was that? In. Uh, four. Oh, okay. So it wasn't I, really close. I kind of suspected but... that was actually a lot further wide no, from the was, cop. Oh, okay. It was close, close enough for an ooh. Did you expect the uh, net to rattle when Dan James broke free on the edge of the area around the D and then he twatted it into the south stand? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, it a bit, didn't he? he he finished, uh, he finished the one that Ailing was offside for. So he mm. put that away and then he um, his shot that was a, a brilliant save to keep that out. So we two out of three ain't bad. He's allowed to... We Alioski used to do it all the time and we loved him. And he was fast and we loved him. <coughs> so Dan James is all right. He, um, I thought he was better in the second half when Farker had evidently told him at half-time, just get the ball and run with it. Yeah. Stop, just stop cutting inside and trying to do inter- like elaborate interchanges of passes. the players to give it to him Yeah, as well. just give it to him and let him have a run at the fullback. Yeah. I think there was there was one chance. Uh, it just goes back to what I was saying about them all sort of trying to dribble and score, which is great when Nyonto's running through and Nelly Maradona's the whole thing. But there was one. I think it was Sinistera. Um, Dan James was out wide. Was like well, he was to his left in loads of space, and instead he's like, now I'm going to dribble in the penalty area and have a shot. And just that little pass into room could have had one of the low crosses that Michael hates, and then. Does he, uh, does he hate them? Is it that, probably would have been just established. I don't hate them. I'd just like to. I'd like to have the option to not always do them, which okay. you can do if you have someone above five foot eight in your attack. Yeah, it was crying out for a number nine, wasn't it? And potentially a number ten, as you mentioned before. Like, it would have made all the difference. That somebody in there to link it up, which is what we started doing around, let's like, say, the edge of the D when we were starting to do those little interchanges of passes. You could imagine a dedicated number ten maybe in there doing some bits. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was obvious. I thought when we got the ball on the edge of the box versus when they had the ball that our the control and ability to work in tight spaces of people like Sinistera and Somerville is it was a million, million miles ahead of anything they had. They didn't look like they had much about them in that, for, yeah. other than when they uh, ran at Hilda for that goal when, the, and when that, he was on the back foot. They had that one pass in the second half that went between Byram and Strauch and then Melier. Uh, couldn't work out if he, his start position was wrong or if he could have come out and cut it out, but it just went to their striker and just blasted it. Mm-hmm. It went miles over. So like, if that's all they're going to do, Fine. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Funny one, Chris Somerville, didn't you think? Like in, in the first half, I was I was frustrated with him, but could see what he was trying to do. I mean, maybe it was just symptomatic of 
leads as a whole over cooking stuff a little bit in that first half. But I thought, uh, I thought he was our best player. Oh no, that second half I thought he was absolutely amazing. Mm. Like, I was I was thinking, oh, you can take him off for me, put somebody on who, who's got a bit more in product. <laughs> I was there gazing across the touchline at Dan James, but um, but yeah, I thought he was he was outstanding. Those like I said, those little turns, pick it up, drop it into somebody, try and receive it again. They kept plugging away, didn't they? And got the just desserts at the end. It was what a nice moment. We haven't really touched on that as a moment, have we? And he, he can finish is the other thing as well. I know we've not seen a huge amount of him, but. I feel like the goals they've scored have been have been good finishers in difficult situations as well. Like that one today, it's very easy to not to not even get that on target the way it comes mm. to him quickly. And he has to he's not his body shape's not really ideal for it because it's just dropped to him. It like Sinistera's shot, wasn't it? It seemed to hit a clump of about eight Cardiff players and just dropped out to um to him and he it was it was a great finish. It was a lovely a lovely moment. There was, there was also yeah. a bit of the going, Stop celebrating! Get back! Yeah. Get back we've, got, win. we've got loads of time. We've got loads of time. They'll add it on. Put your uh, shirt on. Joe, Daniel, Daniel Farkas said, by the way, just the comments are just um, coming through. Um, it's a scandal Leeds didn't win. Mm. We kind of, I mean, we. I said it's a scandal Leeds didn't it's win. It's a scandal Leeds didn't win. Thank did you. he say anything about the EFL being corrupt? No, but he did say it's important to strengthen in all areas by a goalkeeper. Okay. Yeah, and then watch Melier and Darlow uh, break each other's <laughs> legs in training next week. <laughs> <laughs> and presumably we have signed Dallow to be number one so I guess the plan is to sell Melier and then goalkeeper is a bit of a don't know if, if nobody buys him then yeah. it's not a problem but like, I would I would. I mean I'm team Melier I would keep him forever um, Darlow 400 grand good goalkeeper so fine mm. doesn't make any sense and it's um, goal. he's right if we keep Melier then it's perfect we'll be stronger than we've been um, in the goalkeepers goal peaker no, nope. the old goal try again. The goal peaker, the old goal pe- uh, peaker position that we've been for a long time because we've got two good ones and a new goalkeeper coach who might have more about him than I don't know if he's got a YouTube channel like Mark Savad did, but he worked with. So who was here? Norwich Angus Gunn, uh, John Ruddy, Tim Krull. They were decent keepers, so he, he he didn't ruin any of those. So I've got another question for you. That all seems fine. Let them duke it out. You know you like questions. I've got another one to fire at you. Do you think that's two points dropped or a point gained in the end? Two dropped. Yeah. Don't know. It's very early. <laughs> Thanks, Moscow. Thanks for your thoughts on that. I was uh, 46 games this season, isn't it? so it doesn't matter now. <laughs> when it looked like we were losing, I admit I was fully rationalising it going, well, Sheffield United lost 11 games last year Yeah, mm. and and went up quite easily. Coventry lost, didn't it, was the first nine or didn't get a win for the first mm. nine and ended up in the playoffs. So let's hope we don't win in the next <laughs> nah, <laughs> It just means there's, there's a lot more uh, license there won't be I don't think there's any teams like Luton got into playoffs are they any good <laughs> Sheffield United <laughs> I mean Paul Heckingbottom just managed the champions of this division no they came like, second alright so that's how bad he was or how who won the, Burnley right Vincent Company who's done like he's been a manager <laughs> for about two minutes Dear just me. came in and said tell you what lads pass it and then they, they went up it's fine um, I don't think the division is is at its strongest yeah, these it, days. It does feel it all feels like a work in progress from well, just about everybody's perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, like you yeah. expect people to come, people to go, and all that. It's a shame in some ways because I actually liked all of the players who who played today. I think they've all probably got something to contribute, but equally, one of or several of Melier, Nonto, Somerville, someone's going to have to go. Why? Because there seems to not be the money to buy people otherwise. Don't buy anyone, stick with us. No, but it's by a striker. chuckle today. Let's oh, buy a striker. I'd like another midfielder as well. I want a number 10 and a striker and a left back. Maybe the 49ers. Maybe a right back as well. Because there was a bunch of them there today. There was and a centre back. Various uh, gridiron celebs types, that were here mm-hmm. yeah. um, around the place. Maybe they could get their wallet out. 
collectively. Yeah, I saw some pictures on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know who anyone was. One of them filled out a shirt very well. He was quite a big fella. <laughs> Strapping lad, was he? I don't know who he was, but he looked big. So I they could, I wouldn't fuck with him. They could all uh, dip into their riches and uh, we could stretch the odd FFP a little bit because we should have plenty of room for them to put some money in and just buy some players and keep the other ones. Um, Tyler Adams was played quite an interesting role today because at half-time he uh, strolled onto the pitch with his arm around Archie Gray and started pointing at various bits of the pitch. Mm. I don't know if he was going like, no, Jesse says that when you're there, you should do this. Um, he did but, it full-time as well. Yeah, so he... he uh, did you spot Jorginho's pyjamas? Do you know what? I made, I made, I've got a note that says Ruta PJs. I thought they weren't ever mentioned. Get him dressed in yeah. his PJs. Mm. You ever see it when you go in the supermarket sometimes with somebody there in the pyjamas? Yeah. So, same sort of vibe. I feel like he might, he might wear like a Superman outfit like a kid does. You know, when you see occasionally like someone dressed as <laughs> a princess or something in a supermarket, you're like... Fair play, whatever you want. You're six. There was a bit of a mention. He said, like, uh, talking about the um, slight communication error. He says, the first Cardiff goal was not a major tactical issue, but acknowledges there was a communication problem um, which contributed to the space which Callum O'Dowd found himself in. So, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be like that. So, yeah, yeah. perhaps we can, uh, we can put that down to, to rustiness anyway. I mean, it wasn't happening in the second half, was it? I don't know if that's because Cardiff just went, like, we'll try and defend these two goals. Yeah. And it was clear that we were... Once we'd got Cooper's goal back quite early, it was just us attacking constantly, so it was set. But it it didn't keep happening. And Sam Byram seemed to... I mean, I don't think Yelda was doing terrible things in the first half, but I thought Byram came on and was very good and sort of proved why he's definitely worth having around. I think I stand by what I said the other day, that if we have Byram available to slot in at left-back or right-back whenever we need one, and then better first choices we've got Ailing, possibly Cody Drama um, Yelda Furpo's around Furpo was there he was sitting in there was Adams, Harrison and Furpo were all sitting well that's nice true he's had a nice day out you see um, he was so, not quite ready for 90 minutes said Farker in the um, in the press conference just saying yeah, that he was tempted to tempt, um, Sam Byram he was tempted oh, okay. to start him but um, given how little football he's played last season he didn't think he was ready for 90 minutes yeah. hence the uh, the lack of uh, starting the game but he's good he's a bit um I don't know, maybe Darlow's a, a bad example, but you can see there's, there's bits starting to feel better where it's like, okay, if we do need a, a fullback from the bench, it's Sam Byram, who is a very good uh, fullback. And then if we do need a goalkeeper off the bench, it's Carl Darlow, who is a very good goalkeeper. So there's where we've actually done some stuff, um, we've done it quite well. Ampadu looks good. Archie Gray is going to win the Ballon d'Or this year. Um, so those positions are fine. Um but there's obviously, it's just the rest of it. <laughs> the rest I mean, of if Ampadu gets injured, that seems to be a problem at the moment. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said, get a midfielder. So centre-back, midfielder, left-back, possibly another right-back, depends. Uh, mm. Number 10, number 9. Well, if we if Cody Drama stays, I don't really need another right-back if we've got Byram, mm. Ailing and him who can all play there. Yeah. That seems fine. Left-back, we know we can't trust Junior Furpo as a footballer or to be fit. So yeah. buy another one of them. Find another centre back because Liam Cooper's out for the season. I've Stunic, decided. Stunic disagrees as I still want my fur pole mug. He'll destroy he can, this league. He can have the mug, but not not watch him play football ever again. We well, should have done them mugs at the uh, Southampton game. I was, I was saying that there was such an open goal I uh, put in our internal communication channels that we should have done a, a giant mug for Victor Arta. Because no one's going to want to see that face. A, a, gi- a giant mug. I know. I said, yeah, it's a gag, but it's not something it's anyone's going to want. And it's not something anyone's going to want in the house. Uh, it just make you angry. Yeah, we've got uh, Lee and Cheese is mentioning. Uh, we've got JB, obviously, if Ampadu gets injured. But you, you're very quickly down to the the 
chocolate academy level purchase. Like, I would like yeah. some respect put on chocolate. But Ampadu's more of a hold a sitting holding yeah. type player, isn't he? I don't think then it's Lewis Bate. Oh shit, yeah. Forgot about him. So there are these we have got these kids around. But I was gonna say, uh well, with Somerville and all the sort of forward players, Gail Hart coming on. There's a lot of them who have got a lot of potential, but the the thing with them is they've never really put it together over a consistent number of games because they've just not had the opportunity. Somerville's not had been in a situation since leaving the Netherlands where it's like, right, you're playing 20 games in a row and see where that gets you. So that's sort of, I think that contributes to the rustiness as well. As you've got a lot of kids who kind of, they get it, um, they've done bits, they've done under-21s football, under-23s football and kind of been in the Premier League here and there. But that going in start of a season, you are the starting players and you make it all work from the get-go is quite a lot to ask for. Like, what's the, the age of our front four today? I suppose Dan James has got, has got more experience. He's only about 25, though, isn't he? 26. Yeah. He's, got the, he's got the face of a 12-year-old boy. Sinister is 23, is mm. he? And spent most of the last year injured. And then Nonno and Somerville are both still very young and very, not played loads of games. And you can see the difference sometimes. That was maybe with Charlie Creswell when he went charging up the field to get tackled. <laughs> you can tell the difference between a player who's played loads of games and a player who hasn't. And um, I think that's where Sam Byram helps as well. Yelder might be the best example there. He had his loan at, at Rotherham, but you just needed... All right, Sam Byram's... Street-wise, isn't it? Street yeah. smarts. He's been around for yeah. 10 years. He, he, he can handle the second half. And uh, I did see Farker was uh, consoling or having a little word with Yelder at full time uh, so, although I did notice from from Yale's point of view, they did score, and then he immediately sent Sam Byram out to warm up. It did remind me a little bit of um, Rob, Rob, of Grayson yeah. sending Alex Cairns out to warm up after that. At least it was the other side; like he, could, he, yeah. he may not have noticed. Yeah, as um, as Brian's just saying in the comments, um, can we at least wait until the Christmas break to panic, or would that make this all less fun? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a panic about. I mean, that's no. We don't need to panic. It's a late said Moscow. It's a long season, isn't it? Yeah, there's there's that, and also just stop trying to predict the future I think not losing is genuinely important Yeah, because we didn't deserve to and it doesn't feel as bad does it yeah going into the week ahead just thinking fucking hell if it had finished at half that? if it had finished at half time this would have been quite a bad day mm. a bad way to start the season but um, it was really annoying when this got in the first half too because I was quite enjoying it were you thinking yeah. it's a bit unfair that yeah it really did <laughs> like in a really childish way it's like, oh, that's not fair yeah, we're, we're, we're doing this it's when they started singing um, Leeds United it's happened again I couldn't help but go <laughs> You know us too well. Yeah, yeah the, on, the only problem in the first half before the, they scored was that we weren't, that was the only thing you could really say that was wrong with it. And there was maybe a, a hint of, I don't know if we started getting carried away with how much we had the ball in the first half, because mm. that was kind of the first outbreak of players getting confident and they should never do that. <laughs> no, that I can remember. Complacent. There was a, a mixture of that. I, I can remember... Um, maybe it's about Somerville not having a great first half but there was a good move across the pitch Sinistera did very well played the ball to Somerville and then he tried to play a ball with the outside of his boot through the chest of a Cardiff player yeah. and I was just like that's ah, a little bit just some safer options are maybe um, needed at this time and it was just when we were we'd had the ball for ages and it was clear that we were better than Cardiff and that started happening it's like and then they scored it's like you can kind of see and again maybe it comes back to that thing of just um, experience and, and game management and learning what the, the best options are but then uh, the equaliser comes from um, Sinistera back healing around somebody and 
and having a really good shot. And, and Sinistera did that pass, the one you're describing by Somerville, which I kind of went, oh no, don't do that. But Sinistera actually executed it in the second half. Yes, it? He which, did. Was, which was lovely. Beautiful ball out to Byram. I also noticed that Pascal Strauch was very good at passing to Sam Byram, if that makes any difference whatsoever. Excellent. There was lots of... Um, oh, I should be better at defending. Where he had to... Um, he would pass it dead close to their defender, but still get it to Sam Byram mm. in, a, in a good position. So... If all the defending he has to do is stand thirty <laughs> yards from Cardiff's goal and pass to Sam Byram, that would be fine. that's going to be a great. But, but, we, but, but I mean, we, still. but I mean, we did concede two today, so did we, you can't, watch, we probably um, can't have a look. But. West Brom against Blackburn. No, sounds dreadful. Did you see their second goal? No. Right. So, um, who played? Blackburn scored, and then West Brom kick off, and then they passed it back to their centre back, who then passed it to their striker and he scored two 0 we should, have, we, should, we should have tried that today. It was, it was great. So the sort of, um, I watched all the EFL highlights, um, which just felt dominated by Neil Warnock. The whole thing was like a, a Warnockathon because he, he was Huddersfield down at um, Plymouth. He's oh, I've got a great reception here. You know, uh, you know, we lost and we were terrible. And uh, and it was even, um, I don't know who the presenter was, but they did the great thing. He'd said, I've, I've, I've picked a, a few of the lads out in the changing room. She went, uh, who did you pick on? He's like, well, it was, and he told her. So it wasn't even trying to go, oh, no, that stays in the dressing room. No, absolutely hanging everybody out to dry. But, but uh, it's an only absolute, a an absolute tapping. And he did as well. It was great. He said, to, oh, it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm only really here as a, as a favour to the chairman because we said there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of upheaval at, uh, at Huddersfield this year. We thought um, getting a new manager in who, who doesn't know the, the lads would probably set them back. It could it could ruin this club if they brought another manager in. So, so I'm doing it as very funny because I'd, I'd said to Amy, <laughs> he's off now. You see, I said to Amy though, when we, we were here before I went back to Huddersfield, I was like, if they if they if Plymouth go, we could be here watching them from a box and having having dinner. And I said to Amy, and I said to Amy today, like, I can't believe I'm going back, but I'm in the dugout. And it's just like, why is all this happening? But uh, point of all that is, um, if you think our defending's bad, like bloody hell, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot happening out there um, that makes us, you know. I'd, that's the thing is, Strauch, uh, maybe we still have, um, and obviously we've seen today um, where there were problems, but th- those little bits of Premier League heads still on. I felt like there's been that lot of the summer where it's like, is Strauch going to be good enough? Well, if we're still playing Liverpool, probably not. But like I said, the example of um, him and Byron being split by a pass and, he might, and their goal there. <coughs> Forward being through on Melier and he just blasts in at the south side. It's like, yeah, like Mo mm. Salah isn't here anymore. Erling Haaland isn't finishing these chances. There's there's less to worry about, and maybe we can we can get away with um, well, some yeah, worse I'd, players. I had a moment or two thought when that when they broke was it when the number twelve yeah and, and he skied it and I thought oh yeah that's that's EFL versus Premier League isn't it that? yeah one thing I've always wanted Stroud to do is hurt people a bit more and. When Creswell came on, he did it almost straight away. One of those high balls where a defender yeah, thinks straight through the back. He of thinks him, I can, yeah. I can knee him in the, I can like knee him in the back here and win a header, and no one will care about it. Jurgen Klopp's ruined that in him. I really wish Strau could do that. I've he never did. seen him do it though. He did. He uh, broke that <laughs> lad's ankle. Yeah, but and then completely he had... by accident. I'm saying he, I wish he'd done it on purpose. <laughs> well, that's it. And then he had Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> he had Jurgen uh, Klopp storming around. I still remember <laughs> Klopp's face when uh, Van Dijk went over to Strauk and was like, oh. Are you all right? Like because you you've heard him and Klopp was standing in the background. How how dare you even speak to that thug? Um, and ever since then, I mean, he's always uh, you know at least Lee Tomlin wasn't there to torture him this time. But. Let us wrap it up on this final thought, um, and that is, do you know what? I've had quite a nice day out today. I've enjoyed it. 
in the end, I've enjoyed well, it because we got a nice finish to the game. It's nice to have the football back. I was really looking forward to seeing Leeds again. And we played and we passed the ball to each other. And there's a long way to go in this season yet. And activity still to happen in the market. Half time. Booed off at half time, 2 0 down. Can you join it then? Booed off. They were booed off. Were they booed off? I think they were. Well, it, it coincided with a bit of boo for the ref, I think, because it, it missed something or let something go, whatever it might have been. But um, no, I, it was all right. So I'm, I'm coming away from this one relatively happy and hope that the necessary improvement um, happens. What about you? Happy? Uh, ish. We should definitely have won. Mm-hmm. And, but the fact we did enough to win and looked so much better than them gives me hope, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Moscow? Yeah, about the same. It all feels um, like you can't... We had some excitement at the end. That was good. And the whole second half was pretty exciting. It was mm-hmm. just doing lots of attacking. Mm-hmm. It's what football's about, isn't it? Excitement. Just yeah. It's weird about the second half. We obviously scored really early in it. And then it was just attack against defence. And if that's the other way around, I, I don't for a second think that that you know we're, we're going to keep it keep it tight. Whereas there, I was like, it got to about seventy minutes. I'm like, we're not scoring. We're not scoring. We're never going to score. <laughs> we're going to score. Pathetic. Again. Whereas if it's the other way, seventy minutes gone. I'm like, it's a matter of time. Any minute, <laughs> any minute, they're going to score. It. We can't keep defending like this. It's too deep. It's too deep. We need to push out. Yeah. I suppose we did score in the end. We did score in the end, and we got a point. Better than no points. Yeah. And that's maths. That's number one for you, mate. Um, when did we last win a game? Christ, it was a long time ago. Uh, it was. was it... <sighs> It was Forest. Was, was, it was Forest at home. Was Javi Gracia in charge? Yeah, we yeah. won a game. It was the Forest game. <sighs> I, mean, I was, was on the, my holidays then. What was the date of that? <laughs> hell, it was I'm a long time ago. Well, I'm <laughs> find out. It was do 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 fourth of April, and it's now the sixth of August. Wow. So, well, we'll beat Shrewsbury. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Touch wood. All that stuff. And then who we got next? Kyle Roberts, Birmingham, isn't mm-hmm. it? Away, and then we're at home to West Brom. Mm-hmm. who's defending I just described to you so fine great we're going to have great, great fun obviously Ladies. we're not going to get a goal um, what do we need to tell, tell the members defense. to do members um, leave us your scores yeah if you found this stream you'll find that yeah it's in the daily email isn't it the uh, the link so leave us your scores and, and on the menu if you just go on the, the website look at the menu like everything is laid out there as clearly as I can make it yeah hopefully. perfect um, and Gives you feedback I as well. Propaganda, anyway. propaganda returns this week, doesn't it? We've got Phil tomorrow. Um, I have a bit of a different shape to it because I don't think Cardiff have any podcasts. Yeah, but we'll just see what's going on in, in football. <laughs> we'll find something. You're see looking what... for talk to TSB on the menu. In Thanks. Case it's not. Yeah, but um, Man City are playing in the Community Shield as we speak, so there'll be some City ah. extra. Oh, flames what? in the chat and all that. What are they doing? Are they winning? Don't know. We'll have a look. Probably. So it's pointless anyway. Let's Let's say, I'm, try, I'm trying to end the show. Let's just Sorry, charity. Press your button and end it. All right. Fine. Is Robbie Keane one of the managers? I'm going to press my button and end it now. Bye. Bye, everyone. The match ball. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 